The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, big surprise to us. But this episode turned into a real-life training session on frustration proofing yourself. And an opportunity came along for you, yes, you listener, to win a mystery prize. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian-American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome, everyone. Have a seat or keep taking your walk or cleaning your house or doing your dishes or driving to work or whatever you're doing. Bear the Cat is here with us today in studio and both Toast and I are ready for you. We are both caffeinated and we are here for you. Now, we are going to get onto the topic of frustration proofing our ourselves and frustration proofing our lives, but... yes. We just want to kind, of kind of set the scene because we don't want to make this conversation full of frustration. So we'll, we'll just have you imagine that you've been looking forward all week to going to a bakery that is a four-time winner of Cupcake, Cupcake Wars. Dun-da-dun! And then you went into the bakery and you picked up some good stuff and because mm-hmm. that's what we just did. We, we did that. We've been looking forward to this all week. Yeah. And um, before we recorded the podcast, we thought, hey, let's let's just go now. Let's, let's just, yeah, let's do that. So what's so amazing about Cura's Bake Shop, which is the name of this amazing place, um, and as Toast said, winner of, of Cupcake Wars, four-time, four-time winner, is that they are all gluten-free. And not only that, they also do vegan items. They also do dairy-free items. So it's really great for a person, especially someone who has um, a lot of sensitivities and allergies. And their stuff is so good. It's <laughs> so good. Like, I mean, they did win de- four times. Delicious. Like amazing. And not just being, not, we're not exaggerating. Um, <laughs> Toast just had half a slice of cheesecake. It had strawberry. It was strawberry top and mm-hmm. um, a little drizzle of chocolate. But I was there for the strawberry. Yeah. And she just had half of that. And, and the reason why she had half is because she was just exercising control. Because you said, I could have eaten it all. But in the long term, I thought it's better for me not to eat it all in one sitting. And that's how Toast is. She's very disciplined. Well... For certain um, things. I think I'm moderately disciplined. Yeah, anyway. Right. For certain things. Well, especially when it. it comes to food, well, except for popcorn. Mm. 
Yeah, when popcorn's <laughs> on the table, oh, oh all bets no. are off. Just watch oh, out. No, and then I regret it afterwards. Then I'm like, oh my gosh, I ate that whole bowl. But it's of more mental regret, right? It's not like a physical, like I feel horrible. <laughs> like it's my stomach bit of both feels sometimes. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyways, and on not and, a big deal. Nobody, don't feel any sorry for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. And Anyways, I had what did you have? A whole yeah. entire cinnamon roll. Sure, I could have had half. It wasn't and been in solidarity with toast, but no, I decided I am going to eat this whole thing. Well, slowly, first of all, but surely this cinnamon roll—it's not enormous. It's not like a cinnabon kind of. No, it's know, not a giant. It's not a giant roll. cinnamon roll, but it's a very sensibly sized cinnamon roll yeah, versus the was, cheese, slice of cheesecake that was on it my was plate. Hefty. It was pretty. It was big. pretty hefty. Yeah, and but also, the cinnamon roll. These so good. These cinnamon rolls are—they're on the fluffier, lighter they're side. Fluffy. If you know King's Hawaiian Bakery, they have—they're known for their um, sweet rolls. And if you've ever had those, it was kind of like that sweet bread texture. So it was fluffy cinnamon rolls. It wasn't thuddy, heavy, chewy cinnamon rolls, even though those are great too. But I loved the fluffiness of these cinnamon rolls. So good. Just, oh my God. And I think cinnamon rolls are one of my favorite go-to items. So now that so now that you have the full picture, dear <laughs> listener, we hope you can enjoy uh, the rest of this episode. We're gonna. Oh have wait, our, wait! What I need to just say. Oh, so if you live in Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. you have to go to Kira's Bake Shop. Oh, you have try to. the cinnamon okay. roll, but also try their strawberry cream donut. Now, when you hear the name of that dessert. It sounds like there's strawberry cream filling in the donut. It's not. It's not. It's just a strawberry donut. Oh. With like a uh, pink, yummy glaze on it. So the actual um, like dough is strawberry flavored, like it's a strawberry flavored Cake donut? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't even know that. With like a frosting that has strawberry also. Oh, okay. But it's not, it's not, it doesn't have a filling, you know? Mm. Didn't know that. But it was fantastic. And if they had that today, I would have chosen that. But they didn't. And that's why we'll be back. And, all right, right after this, we'll be back with Frustration Proofing Ourselves. Okay, so the idea for this topic came up when we were talking about how people tend to give up a little too easily these days. Ooh, these days. You know, giving up. And I think, too, a lot of it has to do with the fact that everything is at our fingertips, Mm. literally and figuratively. Mm -hmm. You know, you feel sad. Jump on social media and look at cute cat videos for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's something, right? Yeah. Oh, you don't want to go out and get food. Just order it from DoorDash. Mm -hmm. Not going to get, just order your, you know, it's like everything you can get from your phone. It's really incredible when you, you think of like the, I guess before phones, right? Like, when you wanted to go see a movie, mm-hmm. you had to go look up when it was showing yes. in the newspaper. 
Newspaper. Yep. And you had to plan yep. around that. And then after that, it's like, okay, you could look it up online, but you had to go online to see when was it showing. Mm-hmm. And then do you, are you going to the 11 a.m., the 1 p.m., right. the 3.30 p.m.? Like you didn't, you couldn't just, oh, whenever we'll just sit on the couch and press go and watch right. it. Because now everything, in, you want to see a movie or a TV show, mm-hmm. it's just on demand. Whenever right. you want. On demand. On demand. Same and thing that with, is a problem, with right? With music, things are so on demand. Same thing with information. Yep. Everything on the internet, including podcasts. Like mm-hmm. you can find a podcast on any freaking any topic. topic. Any topic. Same thing with books. You can just mm-hmm. get the ebook, the audiobook, boom. Mm-hmm. And what does it mean when something is on demand? It means that when you have a want, you satisfy it with something on demand and you get used to how quickly that can happen. And then when there are times when something doesn't go quite your way, there is no on-demand solution, you get a little frustrated, then you get more frustrated, possibly because you're just so used to getting things on demand. So how do you deal with that frustration? How do you deal with that frustration? I think that's why we give up so easily. Hmm. Maybe not so easily, or maybe but not- more easily. More yeah. easily. It's like, oh, never mind. I'll do it later. Or I just feel, I, I think I've noticed, um, I will feel annoyed. Like if I, even if I'm not giving Quickly up. Quickly annoyed. Yes. If, even yes, if I'm not giving yes. up, the fact that I, I can't give up because like right. it's my job and I need to do this thing. Mm-hmm. But then I'll just have a bad attitude for mm-hmm. longer. <laughs> just annoy my, I'd be, yes. just be annoyed and be like, why do I have to do this? Like, yeah. why do yeah. they keep changing the software? <laughs> so now I have to relearn it. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. And it has to just do being with... a whiny little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why this on-demand kind of culture it sets us up to have these expectations. That's the word, expectation. Right. And when you have that, when you do bump up against something that's just takes a little more of you. It takes a little longer. It takes more of you. And it's not on your demand. Yeah. Nope. Not on your demand. It's not within your control. It's not with, you can get all crazy. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) You can get crazy. And that's why we thought, you know, this might be a good topic to talk about with all of you because... I think we have some helpful tips. We can all relate to this. Because we were, okay. you know, we were born at a good time where we what? had the what? before the on-demand I living and now we're in the on-demand living. But we had the before. You know? We had the just go outside, play with sticks times. We had the... Jacks. You know, jacks. Jump rope. You had to just make a fort. You know, you didn't have all the, <laughs> the three different lessons after school that you had to go to, mm-hmm. you know? Music lessons, ballet, swimming. You didn't have all of that going these on are kids at the that same you know, time. Right? These are kids that yes, you're aware of. Yes, like, I don't know who these kids like are. Like they have okay. a lot of activities. I've heard we of these. Have I've heard the, of it. We did not have that. Did you have that? We just had after school care <laughs> like yeah. for working parents, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And then eventually... And not even that, really. Eventually, then you just walked home yeah. with the key, the latchkey The bus dropped you off and you walked home and... Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyways, so we know what we're talking about here. Frustration tolerance. We know we how to tolerate about frustration. Wait a minute. Are we qualified? Because we sound frustrated. Okay. We're just sharing. But yeah, that's a whole nother topic. It is I a can, whole If topic. I think about it for more than a moment, I can actually mm-hmm. start to tear up at realizing the time in history that we just happen to be born at. Mm. And the gift of experiencing, you know, the yeah. before times and the transition. And, but but that's Anyways, another topic. Okay, so okay. let's just okay, circle back. back. Into this topic. Let's just reel it in come for a moment. And so what we are actually talking about, <laughs> if you've hung in there to this point, what we're actually talking about is building our ability to handle situations that cause discomfort. So building our ability to handle uncomfortable situations and 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 what were is not said there is to handle them in a way that feels good yeah because you're going to handle them one way or another right but let's let's try and handle them in a way that feels respectable mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and yeah. somewhat dignified and yes. grown up. Yes. So we are talking about uncomfortable situations as well as it going the next step of being frustrating. Okay. You know, All right. sometimes things can be uncomfortable, but not quite frustrating, but it's just like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable about this versus like, oh my God, this is so frustrating. <laughs> So there's levels, right? See, this should be a video video cast because you you should have seen your face. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But we have to handle ourselves, you know? We have to self-soothe. We have to, Mm -hmm. like, be aware, like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm really uncomfortable right now. Okay, yeah, you know what? I am so effing frustrated. (laughs) Like, just even knowing, like, what am I? How am I feeling? Versus just kind of going through this fog of spin out and not really knowing what happened. Mm-hmm. Was I frustrated? Okay. So here we go. Let's, 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 let's go with the tips here. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we don't drink alcohol well, here, because... <laughs> well, here, let's give some... Why don't we give some is. examples of what we mean by like... I mean, everyone knows what an uncomfortable situation is or when you're frustrated, but okay. let's give some examples. Do you want to just give one of one and okay. then I'll give so, one? So two examples have come to mind. One I already mentioned, which is learning new software or software updates. Uh, yeah. And that's, I guess, the old-fashioned... That's frustrating. Old-fashioned uh, part of me is like, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. It's like, but mm-hmm. no... They have to update the software, yeah, you know, and, or they have to sell you the new version. And if you don't, if you don't at least somewhat keep up with the times, your computer or your your machine will stop working, yeah. and you will not be able to to uh, do uh, commerce and connection with the world as it is now. Right, mm-hmm. you have to keep updating. So, so would so you that, say you would you say that's frustrating on the level of frustrating? It can be frustrating yeah. when I focus, especially on that aspect of yeah. like, was this really necessary? <laughs> no, it wasn't really. But anyway, okay. So, so that's one level, and I guess something related to that is just tech issues. You know, when after oh, yeah, you that's update, because now, for example, as we record this, for too many weeks now, 
my Final Cut Pro is not even be able to launch. And thank God. Is that still going on? That's still going wow, on. That's and, been and, a long time. And, and obviously, if I absolutely needed it to work for some reason, I, I would have you know, spent the time required to resolve this issue. But just the fact that uh, software, tech issues. Okay, so that's one. And then the other example is more like artsy-fartsy because... But it's also frustrating. It's it, a was, frustration it was an experience. Yeah, it, it came to mind when you brought up the topic of frustration because mm. this example is about my uh, decision to improve my cursive handwriting. Which people, is, people are probably thinking like, wow, you can, like, <laughs> like some people do crafts. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but I, I decided that instead of crafts or another hobby, I'm, I'm just going to try and improve my cursive handwriting because mm. I did have a realization that it was really, really bad. Oh my gosh. You know what? Well, you know what? It's gotten so much better. Because it I looks very at it. beautiful. Very well, beautiful. Thank you. With I the think long, curved stroke. There's more opportunity for improvement, which I hope to do. But, but yeah, yeah I, I worked at okay. it and it paid off. Speaking of cursive writing, script. Yeah. I, I'm really shocked. This is so off topic, but just very quickly. Toast and I recently learned, maybe not recently, maybe like six months ago. Within the past year. We learned that most kids in school these days are not learning cursive. They're not learning how to write in script. And the reason it came up was because we were told, oh, we got your thank you card, but the kids couldn't read it because it was, because it was in cursive and I was shocked. I was like, what? The kids nowadays are learning cursive handwriting. <laughs> but I, but why do away with that? Like, are they going to be able to sign their signature? That's okay. So I, what? Like, I don't understand. I mean, and again, we haven't researched this. So this is just coming. It's anecdotal. Yeah. But we know of at least Two families verified that Mm -hmm. their children Mm -hmm. who are now um, in grade school Mm -hmm. and high school. one in high school, yeah. um, Or two in high school. Yeah, they they have not learned to write in cursive in school. Um, So it does make me wonder, can they read it? But if you don't learn it, how can you? Well, I think there is a difference in being able to read it and being able to write it. Just like being I mean, able to write speak it, you just, a language versus understand a language. But There's you a just difference. copy it. No, but that I mean, takes motor skills. That's why I have to practice to improve my cursive handwriting. Anyway. Anyways. Um, and then when I the look other at thing cursive. Is, yeah, how are they going to sign their name? Yeah. And how are, who's going to be left to read historical documents? Yeah. Is that going to become like right. reading? No one can read it. In. They're going to need a translator. Like ancient Greek or something. I don't anyway. know. Anyways, we sound frustrated. We're, we're not. <laughs> it's just shocking. Yeah. All right. Okay. Back to the topic. So Toast, you shared that. So mm-hmm. here's an example of just, you know, recently what we were going through where I was really frustrated and it has to do with our cat Bear. Um, Bear gained weight after just... I noticed that after a certain period, he started to gain weight and it 
didn't seem like it was from his food or anything significant like that, but he had gained weight and on one of his last vet visits, they said, you know, he, he should lose a few pounds. So I went through all of his food. I painstakingly went through every morsel that this little guy eats and tracked all the calories. Then I created a firm, because he's never been such a food cat, like food motivated cat, but he became one. And so we never really he had He became to, one and then after gained the, weight? Yes. Okay. But he never, we never really had to worry, or so I thought, about like, you know, if we were feeding him too much, because he, he was able to regulate himself. Until he wasn't. Until, yeah, I guess um, until he wasn't. But it okay. didn't seem like he was eating so much. Okay. However, when I went through all his calories, I was like, oh, gosh, yeah, he's eating a lot. Okay. So I reduced it. I created different diets. I... I created, okay, week one, week two, week three, week four. How do we lessen his calories? So we can do it gradually. What foods are higher in calories? So I went through the whole thing. And then through it all, he lost like one pound. (laughs) Over months. Over months. Like we tracked this And this this was constantly lessening his calories, lessening his calories, and then, you know, and then always hovering about like point... What is this? Like point, like whatever, like ounces, like like one pound, like yeah, like half half an ounce, yeah, half a pound, and so it's like, and that was frustrating because Mm -hmm. how much work and how tedious you need to be about like the calories and when a food when you switch a food, how much calories does that have? If you're giving half a can, what are you doing? Um, And if he ate it all or he didn't eat it all, and then him crying because he's going, what happened? I normally get this other thing, but I'm not getting it. So that was frustrating. That was really frustrating. And I know we we sort of fell off the wagon, but then we got, gave up. We sort well, I mean, we hung in there for many months, mm-hmm. like almost a year, because he had his dental. Yeah, we wow. really did. We That's, we lasted for over a year because he had a dental. Last year was October. (laughs) So we were doing this for over a year. And then finally, I decided to have him checked by a um, different, yeah, a different kind of cat health um, expert. Mm -hmm. And she was able to, to discern that he um, was suffering from heavy metal toxification and some liver issues due to a um, rabies vaccine that he got. And when I look back, that is when he started to gain weight was Mm -hmm. after the rabies vaccine. Mm -hmm. So anyways, all this to say. So we're dealing with those things now. We are dealing with it. There are, you know, there are reasons for this weight thing, but you know, like it's, it's hard. It's hard, especially when it's your cat Mm -hmm. and you care about your cat so much. But anyways, so we, we did hang in there. We did hang in there. And I think um, this is a good example of the frustration came from the fact that the expectation is he's going to lose that weight. If you do all this work yeah, and it's going to work, yeah, he's then lose he's weight. Then the cat's going to lose weight because yeah. of reducing the calories. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the reasonable expectation. Yeah. And then when that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. you get frustrated. Then you get all nuts. Yep. Yeah. But if we didn't so hang now, in, but if we didn't hang in there, mm-hmm. because we still, even though it was, you know, it was it was stressful. If we didn't 
hang in there and remember that, okay, why are we even doing this? We are doing this to get him healthier. And even the steps we're taking, it's getting him healthier okay. by narrowing his, you know, mm-hmm. changing his proteins, but making sure anyways. Mm-hmm. So even doing it for that reason yeah. was good. Remembering the why of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yes. To not and stay frustrated. And yeah. you were a good enough and a reasonable, smart enough pet parent to, after one year, I didn't realize it was a year, to after one year, over a year, say, you know, this ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not working. So we need to change. So I need to change. We need to change what we're yeah. doing. So I'm going to seek yeah. out a different point of view. I'm going to yeah. seek out a different consultant expert person. Mm-hmm. And thank God you did. Yep. And he's doing great. And that person came in and gave us a different set of expectations. Yes. And said, oh, you know, it actually makes sense. Like, this is why this is happening. Mm-hmm. Here are Try the new, this. Here's the new set of expectations. Yeah. And hopefully, I would imagine, like, that new set of expectations mm-hmm. shifted the presence of frustration level. Yes. But I will say, his new protocol presented... Some frustrating feelings. Well, because it's like, oh, he doesn't like this supplement. Oh my God, how am I going (laughs) to get him to eat it? I'll never get him to eat it. Oh my God, I already bought it. Okay, how am I going to do this routine? So, which supplement am I going to put in what? How do I make it so he doesn't? Okay, this episode is starting to feel frustrating. Anyways, but it's just about how do you push through these things? So let's get let's get to the tips like you wanted to about half an hour ago, Toast. Okay. So one thing you can do is you can create your own transition statement. Okay. So this, I know you're going to think it's corny. A script. Yeah. You're going to think it's corny. So, and it is, but it, (laughs) but it works for some people. So, you know, having a transition statement from the moment you start feeling frustrated when thought distortions come in, thought distortion would be something like, oh my God, bear's never going to lose any weight. Why am I even going through all of this trouble? That's a thought distortion. It's a, it's a, It's thinking that isn't based on fact. Yeah. So once those start coming in, being able to acknowledge that you're frustrated in that moment, but creating a statement that helps you to accept it and just move on, move on. It's like one thing you could say is like, oh, well, but you know, I know this is what it takes. I'm going to stick with it because I want Bear to be healthy. You know, or you could do a general one if you don't want to like create different ones for each situation. <laughs> yeah. So what would a general, general one be? Well, one that I've heard mm-hmm. is, is, um, this is what it looks like when we're in process. Yeah. This is what it feels like. This is like. what it looks like when it's all coming together. And this is what it feels like yeah. when we're in process. Yes. It's just, just how it is. Another one that I like mm-hmm. that Sienna hates. A script? Yes. Okay. But I like it. It works it? for me. Okay. Is I tell myself to lower your standards. Just lower your standards. Temporarily. So you don't have to get so worked up, Sienna. I'm sitting here not saying know, a thing. I but I literally, I, that's what I tell myself. Because when I realize, like for with the cursive handwriting, like I'm sitting down, I'm like, I want it to look nicer. 
It looks really bad. And I'm sitting, I'm trying to write nicely. It's not coming out nice. Mm-hmm. And I realize if I want it to come out nice, I really have to force myself to write really slow. Mm. Like, I'm, like I'm in kindergarten. Like write really slow. That's the only way it's going to come out nice. And in order, it, it was surprisingly difficult just to do that. Mm. And the way I got myself <clears throat> to do it, I, it was like, just lower your standards. Mm. You know? Like I'm, you're not going to be able to do it so beautifully right away. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, well, um, that's like, there's a saying I've heard that slow is smooth. And smooth is fast. Mm. So that's kind of just the path you have to take. If you want to raise your standards, you have to temporarily lower them. So you're saying, yep. And that's the, that's the operative word, right? Temporarily. Yes. Lower your standards. But you have to, I, for me, I I feel much better and I feel the frustration level going down when I manage to accept the lowered standards Mm -hmm. in the moment. Just be okay with that. Knowing that that is the path that's going to take me to where I want to go. And that's kind of like teeny tiny goals. Exactly. Yes. That's teeny tiny goals. And it's also, our other tip here is also that we mentioned earlier, having compassion for yourself. Mm. Because lowering, temporarily lowering your own expectations Mm -hmm. is being compassionate. Yeah. Really, right? Mm -hmm. It's shifting. You're you're changing your expectations. You don't expect it to be You're going to be able to do this. Just take it, you know, it's going to take a little longer, but Mm -hmm. it's okay. You're going to get there. So there's that. Another tip is to remember the why, you know? So for Bear, it was like, okay, why are we doing all of this? Jesus. It's to help him feel lighter, healthier, happier. Mm. All of those things, right? We want him to live a nice, long, healthy life. And so those are some ways to help when you're having those frustrating Thoughts coming in instead of feelings, instead of just giving up when you're uncomfortable, instead of just giving up because it's like, oh, never mind. Just really have your statement ready. This is what it looks like as it's coming together. I'm going to stick with it. Remembering your why. You know what? I really want to do this. I know it's so hard right now. I really want to do this. I'm going to stick with it because this means something to me. And I'm going to just work hard and, and I will get there. I will take baby steps and I will get there. And then also lowering your own expectations temporarily. Yeah, so you lower can the bar. smaller goals so that you can eventually get there. Eventually. Eventually. But, but, but yeah, don't. And then you're going to feel so proud of yourself. And as you stick with it, pat yourself on the back like, Every step of the way, feel proud that you're sticking with it because you are growing. Yes. When you're uncomfortable, you are growing. Because a lot of times the discomfort comes from being in a situation that you don't know. And what's kind of neat, what I like is that magic moment when you accept the discomfort, which then uh, instantaneously transforms into not uncomfortable anymore it's fine I know. Once, like you once know you accept it you know it's what? not uncomfortable anymore acceptance yeah. is a big acceptance mm-hmm. is huge we have to talk about acceptance next time on another podcast okay 
I mean, it sounds so simple, but... But we spend our lives trying to do it. <laughs> we spend our... Especially in this climate, like, you know, in, in this... So, are you spitting on yourself? Spitting, I'm all excited, so excited about it. I'm starting to drool. <laughs> but yeah, acceptance. It's like, it's you not know what? Well, easy. what's interesting is that our culture... See, now we're getting, we are really are getting into another whole topic because our culture... I'm right. I'm going to write it down. Is, um, I think it confuses acceptance with resignation failure like don't accept anything less than blah blah you know it, it's anyway okay i'm going off we have to wrap this up this episode was about frustration or people think, ourselves yeah or people think acceptance is giving yeah is giving up and in a way it is it's surrendering, but in, in a beautiful... Exactly. It's like you're a, the loser But in a beautiful surrender. way. But in a beautiful way. That, that's what our culture... That's what I wish our culture would get more. Anyway. Okay. Um, thanks for joining us. <laughs> hope you... You know what? If you stuck through this episode... I hope no one episode, was frustrated in this episode know, going, you, what are they talking about? Yeah, it was a trick. This is a test. This yeah. whole episode was a trick to help you practice <laughs> on frustration-proofing yourselves with annoying podcast episodes. And if you got, if you've got all the way to the end here and you're hearing us right now, if you got to the end, direct message us on Instagram... Sienna and, Sienna and Toast, at Sienna and Toast. Do you hear Bear? At Sienna and Toast, direct message us and slide tell us. Slide into our DMs. Is slide that what you're in, saying? Yeah, the kids say slide into the DMs. I don't know if they still say that. And just say the code word is donut. So just direct message us, donut, and we know you got and we will all the way to the end. Either spelling of that word. Yeah. And then we will see, we will pick a winner okay. of people who, yeah. We don't know what the prize yeah, is. Yeah, we're just, you don't know what but we're we will, doing. But you will win something, okay? okay? So direct message us if you got this far and frustration didn't get you down. Or even if it did. Yeah, but right? they stayed. But you just but have frustration to didn't get them down. Didn't okay. make them okay. give up and turn it off. <laughs> All right. Okay. Code word, donut, direct message us at Sienna and Toast on Instagram. See you there. Rate and review the podcast. Support your friendly neighborhood lesbians. And damn it. Live your love story. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.